Welcome, everyone, to Season 2, Episode 73 of the Premier Pod. I'm your host, Yash Bika, joined by my co-host, Tyler Chan. In this episode, we're going to give you guys a basically a rundown of the Bundesliga because it is the first European soccer league that will be opening up um, back up since the coronavirus um, for the May 16th start date. But before we get started with that, I am... Some special announcement for me is I, I am officially a UGA, University of Georgia graduate. Happened yesterday. Unfortunately, it was virtual and not, you know, in person with all my classmates and everything. But yeah, it is official. I am now an, a UGA graduate, just hey. like Tyler. So, <laughs> <laughs> this is, fun times. <laughs> this is now an official Pember Pod UGA alumni podcast. <laughs> I know, which is crazy. Now, we both can say, like, when we were back in college, we started a podcast. Yeah, now, <laughs> and then now Yus has to use the phrase, back in college. <laughs> I know, I already, already feel old now. <laughs> like, that's the, the old person phrase. It's like, oh, man, that's when you know. And then you see, like, freshmen come in, like, the next wave, and you're like, man, you're going to enjoy college, son. <laughs> I remember when I, I was in college. <laughs> I know. I'm going to tell all of them just to enjoy it. It goes by too fast, way too fast. <laughs> and I will say, yes, she has a very peculiar kind of graduation since it's all virtual. But I, th- I believe there is another commencement going on in like October, right? At least for you. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully they're planning a, another one in October. So hopefully health conditions permitting. That, um, that sounds not bad because if I remember if anything from my graduation, it was just like a sweat box. I'm like, man, this is why the Premier League doesn't play in the summer. <laughs> it was so hot. I was like, geez, Louise. They're just playing like cold, rainy days in Stoke. Yeah, I'd, I'd take that because at least it wouldn't be hot. <laughs> like full gown. And then I'm like, man, yeah. but at yeah, least you it, need to go in Stafford Stadium. Just step yeah. on there for one last time. In Georgia, I like the, um, the state that we both live in. October usually means like it gets a little bit cooler, uh, but it's still like sometimes can be a little warm. So it's like a nice mixture, basically fall weather. Yeah, <laughs> if that's a better 80, phrase. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's a good thing. It's nice to not be a um, hundred degrees sun just beaming on you when you're wearing like black robes and everything. So yeah, that's good. <laughs> Congratulations, yes. Josh. You're now a part of the alumni crew. <laughs> I know. That's crazy. It's crazy. I'm, um, I'm excited, but Yes, I am super excited to be a part of the alumni group. But um, yes, woo! But um, going into this episode, I guess it's pretty crazy, unnormal, not normal circumstances. You know, graduating virtually, but you know, with these uncharacteristics, I guess like this crazy time we're living in. You know, soccer has been postponed, but the Bundesliga, which is the German league, has officially announced that they will be bringing soccer back on May 16th. They are the first European soccer league out of the top five European leagues to bring soccer back. We saw last week League On basically just cancel the season and just give PSG the title. Bundesliga is now having their season kicked back on. And I thought this is a perfect opportunity to kind of educate myself and all of our other Premier Pod listeners. Um just about the Bundesliga as a whole, mm-hmm. because, you know, this is a league. I, unfortunately for me, since I'm such a big Premier League fan, I don't get a big chance to watch other leagues just because they are going on at the same time. It's like La Liga games are going on at 10 a.m. Bundesliga games are going also going on at 10 a.m. And the Premier League games are going on at 10 a.m. And like no offense to the other leagues, but most of my favorite teams and favorite players are in the Bund- I mean, yeah, in the, not in the Bundesliga, but in the Premier League. So 
I naturally switch gravitate towards the Premier League. But this will give all of us a good chance to watch the Bundesliga and really appreciate uh, what it is. And this is kind of like a little bit of a sort of the basics going into it if you're just totally new to the scene. Um, first of all, 34 games are played in the season. The promotion, or not the promotion, but qualifying for Europe is exactly the same as the Premier League. So top four get Champions League, fifth place gets uh, Europa League, and sixth place gets a Europea, Europa League qualification, um, I guess like a qualification round. But the relegation, I thought, after doing some research, was the most interesting thing that Bundesliga does. So unlike the Premier League, where the bottom three teams get automatically demoted into League um, League One or into the Championship, and the top three teams from the Championship get promoted to the Premier League, in Bundesliga, the bottom two teams automatically get relegated to Bundesliga Two, but the 16th place team in the Bundesliga host a two-legged tie against the third place team in Bundesliga Two, and the 16th place uh, Bundesliga team. Host um, has hosts the first round of the playoff, and then the second round, the Bundesliga two side gets to host the second round, and that is pretty interesting because it's it's basically like a Champions League knockout game, and away goals, away goals, and everything apply. But to me, I found that very interesting because I thought, I don't know, the more I think about it, that could be a very interesting system to kind of adapt for other leagues. I think it's pretty fun and cool way, and it kind of raises the stakes in terms of people really fighting for um, making sure they get like the top two, like automatic promotion. And I know like the championship does something like that with the playoffs, but it's within the championship table. And with the Premier League, if you're the third place team, the 16th place team, or like the third place team in the relegation zone, like there's no chance for you to like kind of fight your way out of it. So I don't know, for me, I I find that very interesting. Tyler, do you like that, that type of relegation battle? Or do you prefer just automatic demotion, automatic promotion? I I prefer the automatic promotion and demotion, mm. or I guess relegation. <laughs> because, <laughs> I don't know, for the Bundesliga, having just like that one team face-off, like the 16th place team versus a third place team and the Bundesliga two face-off, it's just, it's so bizarre. Like, it's not like an actual playoff kind of situation like you would have in like, say, like an American league. Where it's like it more like a wild card, like sixth place team can possibly get promoted. It's literally just like it's only that third place team. So there's not as much like craziness to it. It's more like just like a like like a check. It's like, all right, are you sure you can make it through? It's like this is like if you can't beat this team, then you for sure can't make it in the Bundesliga. <laughs> so <laughs> like that's kind of like how I feel like that that game kind of is when you think about it. And mm-hmm. also, like to kind of backtrack, the Bundesliga is like the top team in the German, like in in Germany, which is I don't think it's nine divisions, but it's the main two divisions are Bundesliga one. They don't even call it Bundesliga one; it's just called Bundesliga. And then the yeah. second division under them is Bundesliga two, which mm-hmm. is weird because now when you go back to England. Yeah, it's flipped. It's flipped where it's like it's <laughs> Premier League, and then it goes Championship, and then it goes. League, League one, one. <laughs> so <laughs> it's it's kind of bizarre on that part, but literally that it's it's very different. And instead of having twenty teams, there's eighteen teams in one mm-hmm. league. So that's also another thing. But they have like a whole playoff system for that in terms of uh, getting relegated. But that's just my take. I 
I'd rather just be like, all right, they're officially relegated. Like, there's no, there's no hope. <laughs> if they're already at that point, it's like, all right, like this is, this is a reality check, and they just get like chucked down into the next division. Yeah, and it, it's it's also very interesting because um, I, I kind of pointed this out that you know, like myself, I don't really watch the other leagues as much, but I think it's worth putting out that. Um, a lot of times Premier League will poach players. I mean, obviously we know they poach players from other leagues as well, but particularly in Bundesliga, if you don't know, a lot of the star players that we have come that have become household names in the Premier League have actually come from the Bundesliga. I'm talking players like Aubameyang came from Dortmund, um, Nabry, well, Nabry went the other way, but Hyunmin Son came from Leverkusen, Kevin De Bruyne came from Wolfsburg, um, Matip came from Schalke, um Roberto Firmino came from Hoffenheim. Yep. yep. Here we go. Um who's the there's another one, right? Oh, Mikatarian came from Dortmund. Obviously, Mikatarian didn't kind of live up to the name, but he was a big <laughs> transfer when it did happen, came from Dortmund. Um, I mean, and then there's just I I there's just others out there, but um the yeah. Bundesliga has kind of been like a sweet spot for the Premier League because yeah. um and and all, all honestly, you know, I know a lot of a lot of talk has been made about players coming from Spain into the Premier League, and they kind of struggle at first to adapting towards the physicality that the England English game has. But I don't know. I always felt like players that came from the Bundesliga, I mean, it took a little bit of adjustment period, but I felt like they were kind of more ready than maybe players from La Liga, and especially from Ligue 1, in my opinion. Yeah, and I feel a little bit of that too, because the Bundesliga in terms of like the play style is not as pass heavy as La Liga and not as low uh in terms of, <laughs> like in the league oh, I'm thinking I'm like what's a nice way of saying this the competition is slightly higher in the Bundesliga. Farmers League, <laughs> Farmers <laughs> league. <laughs> in a nice way in, a, in the nicest way <laughs> but the Bundesliga it's it's good to I that's a if I were to watch a second league I actually do watch the occasional Bundesliga game every once in a while because I do like watching Dortmund and it's good to watch because, like, oh, of all those names we mentioned, now we at least get to know who they are ahead of time and kind of know what to expect once they do come to the Premier League. Because when I saw Firmino come in, I was like, oh, that guy, I remember watching him and playing with him in, in FIFA. I was like, all right, this guy is kind of decent. And I didn't, I didn't expect him to blow up, but I was like, all right, this guy's good. And then also Sun as well. But, like, just speaking of those names, there's other names that are in the Bundesliga that are possibly making their way to the Premier League in the near future too, like Timo Werner, Jaden Sancho, just like links like that, potentially Kai Havertz. So getting a feel for how they are now in the Bundesliga, you'll know how they are once they come to the Premier League, at least. And then be like, all right, Mm -hmm. well, I've seen him do that in the the Bundesliga. Maybe he can replicate that once he goes to, say, Manchester United or Liverpool or something like that. So it's oh and we even mentioned christian pulisic <laughs> oh yeah the group the, the american yeah the american <laughs> there we go from dortmund I, to we forgot to mention sane too from i was he from schalke right yeah from schalke, schalke to city, and then to leno city. to arsenal yeah. from Leverkusen. like literally and then it's, it's a huge choice yeah yeah Jaka, Jaka from watching gladback yep. <laughs> there's it's, like there's a whole bunch there's a whole bunch and these aren't just like you know, average players. These are like players are carrying teams for some some certain teams, like mm-hmm. stunned for Tottenham and like Firmino is like the main striker for Liverpool. So it's like these here's some big stars that are coming from the Bundesliga. Yeah, and I would even say like a guy like Son, who didn't necessarily blow up as soon as he was signed for Spurs. It took him maybe like a year and a half, two years to kind of fully develop. I mean, that's where you could kind of 
kind of get an idea of like, okay, if a player, you could see like maybe some low key players that Premier League teams could buy, like a Firmino who takes a little bit to blow up, but like when they finally do, they, you know, end up becoming like world class players. So I think that's, um, you know, another reason to watch the Bundesliga. But I, I found a couple information about some teams. Um, Stuttgart, for example, who are currently sitting, let me see, in trying to find it. Stuttgart. Where are they? Cannot I? Can't, I can't see them on the table right now. <laughs> but um, I kind of saw them as like a Southampton-ish because I was doing some research, and their academy has produced players like Mario Gomez, who, if you didn't know, is like, a, um, you know, I mean, Mario Gomez was a big deal back in the day, and he was like a big proponent. Like he was on the German national team um, for a couple of seasons in their big tournament runs, and then they had Sami Kadira, Timo Werner, and Auschwitz, or Joshua Kimmich. Mm-hmm. Um, those are some pretty big players. So I, I, I don't know. I kind of felt like they were like a Southampton who were developing just really good players. Yeah. Um, and then also um, a current team in the Bundesliga right now, Paderborn, um, they basically have fought from like almost like the bottom of German football and then fought their, war- fought their way back up into the top flight. So that could be like a, you know, an underdog story that, you know, you guys could kind of look out for in terms of, you know, picking a team, a couple of those teams right there. Except Paderborn is in dead last right now. So the relegation... Yeah is very <laughs> apparent and even like big teams like Stuttgart they got relegated <laughs> which is mm-hmm. why they're not in the Bundesliga anymore but they yeah. have produced you know as you just mentioned all those like star players and Mario Gomez is actually back on the team now and I don't know how old he is now at like late 30s <laughs> he's Jeez. he's old man old man rivers right there <laughs> <laughs> yeah and I, I wanted to kind of make that case out there because obviously um, just going back to kind of like the overall statistics of the league, obviously Bayern Munich have won the league 28 times, which is incredible. I mean, they're kind of like, you know, Manchester United, Liverpool, like they are the big dogs, like as, as like everyone knows, they are the big dogs in the Bundesliga. But you have Borussia Dortmund and Muchen Gladbach right behind them with five titles each. And Dortmund last won the title in 2012. So basically been like Bayern Munich have been running away with this thing. Um, so those are a couple of teams to also kind of look out for as well. But RB Leipzig are a young and up-and-coming team who have players like Timo Werner, um, Yusuf Poulsen, um, gosh, Nkunku. Who, yeah, Nkunku. Is it Klosterman on the team as well? Yes. Right back, yeah. So they have a bunch of up-and-coming players that in, in I would say, in probably a couple of years will probably be on to like other teams in Europe. And especially a guy like Timo Werner who we talked about last week who's heavily linked with Liverpool and wants to play for Klopp. So all you Liverpool fans, um, if you need a team to support, RB Leipzig could be the team to look out for, to watch out for Timo Werner. And also (laughs) just seeing the old Klopp reign with Dortmund. Like that's, Mm -hmm. that's another import from Dortmund or from Germany, at least the Bundesliga is Jurgen Klopp, Klopp. one of the best managers in the Premier League. If not the best. <laughs> yeah. And then you had Pep technically from, you know, coming from Bayern to City. Um, but yeah, even Dortmund, you know, they have, um, they obviously had, you know, guys like Christian Pulisic, Marco Royce, but, you know, Jaden Sancho obviously plays for them. So, you know, Dortmund will probably be, I feel like, one of the more popular teams to pick because it's not like, if you pick Bayern, it's kind of like, okay, you know, they're going to probably win every single match and kind of run away with things. Dortmund, I feel like, are kind of like that, hmm. If I had to compare to a Premier League team, I feel like they're like the Liverpool right now um, mm-hmm. la- of last season, where they're or two seasons ago, where they're like trying to chase the big dog, which is City, who are like kind of like situated themselves all the way at the top. But Dortmund are 
slowly trying to like punch their ways up, punch their way up into like, you know, fighting for the title. Yeah. I don't know. Dortmund will be a fun team to watch and they're very popular too. So, mm-hmm. and they have, everyone has nice hair on Dortmund. <laughs> yes. The Dortmund hairstyle yeah. where it's like they the, also, the comb over kind of situation. Yes. Yes, and they also produce players like Lewandowski, Aubameyang, Mkhitaryan. I mean, Emery Chan's on that team. Gundogan. Yeah, Gundogan. There's Hummels. so many good players. Oh, yeah, Hummels, who's now back on the team as well. There, There's just so many good players on Dortmund, so they, they wouldn't be a bad team to support as well. Um, another team, I was trying to think. Uh, if you need the equivalent of Tottenham, that'd be RB Leipzig. <laughs> yes. If because yeah. the RB Leipzig also is a recent team that kind of rose from the ranks, like they were in Bundesliga two not too long ago, and then now they are making a chase for the title, and it's kind of like Tottenham in the in the fact that no one else really likes them. <laughs> they're they're not like most other Bundesliga squads where it's very locally based. It's very much like a corporation, I I believe in terms yeah, of like, like the Red culture. Bull? Yeah, Red Bull, Red which is why they're called Red Bull Salzburg. Or, I mean Red Bull Leipzig. But yes. Salzburg is a whole other team, and they have like a whole Red Bull line where you can even see Red Bull New York. Like it's they have multiple teams, Red Bull. So it's kind of like its own little intertwined system where they can get players from here and there between each other. But literally, because of that kind of corporate kind of situation, that's why a lot of other Bundesliga supporters do not like RB Leipzig. So if you like Tottenham, <laughs> although they're not the same, most pe- most people in the Premier League don't like Tottenham either, or at least people like. I would say like they're almost like City, like just like kind of going out, like not organically growing their thing. True, but City win trophies at least. <laughs> Tottenham, That's not true. yet. Yes, um, and then you also have Bayern Leverkusen, who have the big star player Kyle Havertz, who as we mentioned, could be on his way to the Premier League. So that's another team to watch out for. Chicharito also used to play for them. So did Hyunmin Son. Um, so there's like there's obviously some really good teams to look out for um, in the Bundesliga. But I wanted to quickly mention some American players. So any of our American listeners out there who are looking for a team to support just based on, you know, finding that good American star, there's a there's a, actually a, quite a few. I feel like Bundesliga... Um, has done a good job of kind of like um, accepting American players or American players have kind of found like a safe haven in Germany to kind of help grow their game. And a couple of players are like Weston McKinney, who's a 21-year-old first-team regular at this point, midfielder for Schalke. Then you have Gio Reyna, who is a young and up-and-coming winger for Dortmund, uh, who I bought in my career mode, <laughs> who is now like 77 rated for me, I think four seasons in, four or five seasons in. Um I don't Gio Reyna, he's like kind of made his way into the Dortmund, I guess, bench um, after the winter break. He is young, so I don't know how many games he'll really get consistently out there. He hasn't started a game yet in the Bundesliga. And, and then there's also Tyler Adams for RB Leipzig, a midfielder. He was injured for a majority of the season, and he's trying to find his way, um, getting back healthy and getting back into the lineup. Zach Steffen, who is a goalkeeper actually on loan from Manchester City um, to Dusseldorf. Um, started the season pretty well, but had a knee injury apparently during the whole coronavirus shutdown. And it's looking unlikely that he'll be able to basically play the rest of the season. It looks like he'll be benched for the rest of the season. And then you have Josh Sargent, um, a young striker, young U.S. striker who plays at Werner Bradham. Uh, and he has he started nine games and has three goals and one assist. And then you have, uh, I would say, 
kind of a famous U.S. player, John Brooks. Obviously, we all know that he scored that famous goal against Ghana in the 2014 World Cup, uh, mm-hmm. the last-minute goal. He is a 27-year-old Wolfsburg, uh, a 27-year, 27-year-old center back that plays for Wolfsburg and is pretty much like a main clog for them, like one of their best defenders um, this season. And they perform much better without him, or much better with him, <laughs> uh, much better with him. And without him, they have struggled in the league. Was injured with like a hamstring injury, I believe, from like September to October. But um, when he's healthy, he plays really well. So those are a couple of the bigger name American players that are kind of making a name for themselves in the Bundesliga. So, you know, if you're kind of struggling on a team to kind of follow, I figured, you know, follow a guy that's like making name, like making a name for himself in the Bundesliga. And this could be could be some teams to follow. But the former man who got his Wikipedia page, John Brooks, changed to yeah. Secretary of Defense <laughs> <laughs> during that yes. World Cup as well after he scored. Yes. Um, no, it, it, that's true. And then this is not even like the full list of American players. This is like, I would say, probably like the, the notable ones. Yeah, the notable ones, because uh, there's there's quite a few in the Bundesliga right now. But, you know, these are like some of the notable ones that you could potentially look out for. Um, when the Bundesliga kicks on, because even have like the old ones, like Julian Green. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if you remember that he man. For, I think he plays for um the Bundesliga too. But man, that guy got like so overhyped. Yeah, uh, he was on Bayern and, Munich for a, a bit, a bit of a few years actually, and then he moved yeah. on to uh Firth or fifth. It, it, it's like the team in Bundesliga two with like a leaf, four leaf, like three leaf clover for their. <laughs> For the team emblem <laughs> or team I, I was gonna it, it's crazy i remember reading an article about julian green i think maybe last year and he was basically saying like he thinks like he he's obviously very grateful he scored that world cup goal but he thinks that world cup goal like kind of ruined his career in a bit because there was just so much expectation and like so much hype put on him for like one goal from the u.s fan base and he could never live up to his potential at Bayern, and he never got consistent playing time there and he said, like, whenever people saw him, they always wanted to, like, ask him about that moment. And he just kind of got, like, tired of it. And it kind of um, kind of ruined, like, I guess his mentality and all that. Um, but, I mean, it's good that he's kind of resurrected a little bit of his playing career um, moving away from Byron. But that I found I found that pretty interesting. That's also very sad. <laughs> it's a very oh, it's a very it's like um, who's that guy for that? Freddie Adu. MLS. Yes. Yes, he's like that. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's that, that's someone you never want to be compared to. <laughs> I know. Unfortunately for Julian Green, the expectation just was too much, too that, much for him. That is a yikes moment, but geez Louise. But also props to the Bundesliga for also hopefully coming back and taking the precautions in, you know, making sure everyone's safe despite certain other big leagues in the European realm canceling their seasons like Liga or the Eredivisie but for Bundesliga this would be very interesting because now it kind of sets a precedent for La Liga and yeah. the Premier League for what they will do and in my opinion I feel like for Germany I don't know how the situation is in particular with the coronavirus and all this but like May 16th that's kind of early yeah they, bringing back games <laughs> I was I was reading their their state or their country has not been hit as hard as some of the other European countries and that I think it's been down to maybe the their government has taken like more strict precautions and has, you know, handled it fairly well. Um, but yeah, it is it is I would say it is pretty early, but you know, they are doing like the all the exact precautions that they kind of need to do for this for this situation. And I know 
um, certain teams like Borussia Mönchengladbach are actually having um, cutouts. Fans have made cutouts of themselves to place in the stadium. <laughs> um, and they're, I think they're allowed to use like artificial noise um, to kind of simulate a fan atmosphere to kind of help um, with the games and everything. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, that the post-apocalyptic <laughs> <laughs> it, it is but i think that it just kind of sums up the time we're living in now that we kind of need to be using um stuff like that i was going to mention quickly that the premier league i know for manchester united they've notified some of their players that are away from england right now like players like bruno fernandez fred and a couple of their other foreign players to report back to england to report for training at carrington um within the week so i i think a lot of clubs are starting to make that choice to you know start training again and i know la liga uh, recently has announced that they're allowing teams to train again so i think europe in the european leagues i think teams are slowly starting to kind of get back into training and getting ready for finishing out the rest of the season mm. and that's so that's so funny for those teams those leagues that already did cancel because it's like well do we uncancel now <laughs> it's like yeah. everyone else isn't doing it well that's uh, awkward uh, and also, like, I even saw recently, I believe that in in League of uh, the French league, they gave Kylian Mbappe the golden boot, which is the most goals in the season, despite having the same as Wassim Ben Yedder. But because uh-huh. Ben Yedder scored more penalties, <laughs> they didn't count oh them as, as highly as Mbappe's open play goals. So I was like, oh my gosh, that's already some that's- cheese too. I'm like, what the heck. That is like uh, that's some major conspiracy going on right I there. I know. It's like just give everything to PSG, <laughs> dude. It's like um, finally those Twitter trolls got their got their say. They're like, oh, he only scores penalties. He doesn't deserve to be up there. They it, finally got their. <laughs> I know. It's like those Twitter trolls are. I'm those are the only ones that are happy. But my gosh, it's it's quite a mess. But I'm glad to see certain leagues, you know, coming back and the Bundesliga. It's Usually, whenever I think of certain leagues, like I always think of the Bundesliga as like a very fun league, like in terms of yeah. like just the commentary and just like the vibe. Because when you think of like a Premier League match, you think of like the commentary and the videos you see on YouTube and things like that is very proper or very much like a British kind of vibe where it's like, like, like maybe very rough, very physical. But then when you go to like the Bundesliga, it's very much like a party <laughs> at times where it's yeah. like, let's celebrate like this insane goal or like, let's try to score as many goals as we can per game. I believe mm-hmm. there at some points it was like the Bundesliga has usually on the top of the charts in terms of most goals on average per game. So it's yeah. literally it's a fun it's a fun little league to watch to, if, and you know, it's not a little league, but <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's, it's a fun league to watch uh, yeah, it's an I- alternative to the Premier League. And I, I was also reading that their average attendance is, um, I think, number one across all European leagues, um, European soccer leagues. And I, I agree with Tyler. I've, the games I have seen, the crowd is always just very rowdy, very, you know, just always energetic. They always like they have the flags like flying around. I think that's the coolest thing when they have the little flags like flying around and they have like everyone is chanting and everyone is just making a huge noise. I mean, that's like the famous you know, the yellow wall for Dortmund, um, stuff like that. I mean, I, I'm pretty excited to see things like that because when I, no offense, but when I watch like maybe a Serie A game, I'm not really <laughs> getting the same type of atmosphere. Sometimes it's just kind of, honestly, Serie A games sometimes look very dull in terms of the atmosphere. I don't know if the TV just doesn't do a good job of showcasing that. Mm-hmm. Um, but whenever I watch it on TV, it just seems very dull and not 
eventful. But when I watch Bundesliga or a Premier League game, um, you can kind of feel that atmosphere from the sides. And I hope it's, I hope, yeah, I hope the TV kind of plays it true because as Cho mentioned in his interview a couple podcast episodes ago, he was mentioning, he's like, yeah, sometimes the mics are just really well placed on TV to make it look like the atmosphere is good. But then in, in real life, it's not as crazy. But, you know, Bundesliga, we, we've had one listener, uh, Nitin, go to a Mochen Gladbach game, I believe. And he said, it was kind of it's kind of weird. <laughs> it was a lot of people just smoking in there. I was like, you can smoke in a game. He's like, yeah, at least in this one. Um, I don't know. That sounds like that honestly sounds like a very German thing. I know. <laughs> like, have like a like a like a pint of beer with you too. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to like play any stereotypes or anything, but that's just what I heard no. from from Nitten when yeah. he went. And I was like, oh dang. He was like, yeah, that's just how it was. But and I mean, it's just like I, I little think... yeah, little things like that we can kind and of I... capture. And I think it's so cool when, like, whoever wins the league, they have, like, so much beer. Like, literally, yeah. like, when they win the league, they just, like, pour beer on each other. I'm like, that's so cool. <laughs> like, it's in so the cool. <laughs> It just looks like such a fun atmosphere to be around, mm-hmm. uh, just seeing that. It's, it's, it's a really cool league to watch, and the, also, the parts that I've watched. Yeah, and then also there's just, like, so many, like, little things that you just kind of get. Like, the yellow wall from the Signal Laguna Park, which is Dortmund Stadium, and then, like, the little T-Mobile t spelled out in like the let in the stadium seating in the alliance arena i don't know if you wow. noticed this but like on the left side every time i watch a Bayern munich game at home like there's always like these people sitting in the shape of like the t-mobile logo in the really? left corner and it's always there i don't know if they give you like white shirts to wear for that but i never noticed like that. it's always there like i always see it i'm like what the heck it's wow. kind of like when you go into a stadium and you see like, you know, that all the chairs are arranged in a certain color way so that it spells out like, you know, Manchester United, like the the crest or something like that. Oh, and then like spout the Adidas logo or something, yeah, something like, that. like that. But usually oh, once, okay. you know, the crowd comes in, that all kind of gets like covered by whatever the crowd is wearing. But that T-Mobile logo is always there. I, like, I don't know if like they're giving them white shirts or something, but <laughs> it's, it's always there. Now you can't unsee it next time you look at it. It's like, oh my gosh. Yeah, that's interesting. I'll have to, I'll have to pay attention to that. That's pretty interesting. Um, I was going to quickly say, um, if you're looking for some exciting teams to watch in terms of goals scored, obviously Bayern Munich and Dortmund are, are top two in terms of goals scored, but RB Leipzig are third and Mucin Gladbach um, have scored 49 goals and Bayer Leverkusen have scored 45. So if you're a person that enjoys watching a team score like a lot of goals. Um, those are a couple of teams obviously to look out for, but I mean, in general, I personally think the Bundesliga is a very good league. I unfortunately sometimes just don't get the time to watch it, but I'm really looking forward to actually getting a chance to watch the Bundesliga. Cause I always say to myself, every season is like, oh, man, I want to watch some Bundesliga games, but I always get caught up with Premier league action. So it, it's going to be fun to actually sit down and hopefully if everything you know, comes true and it's May 16th, they actually start. I'm really looking forward to watching some Bundesliga games. I'm just really looking forward to watching soccer in general. Yeah, live sports. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> live sports. Live sports, not Hulu. <laughs> we need yeah, to, it's not Hulu. We need to stop, or I need to stop at least calling out random companies because I'm like, mate, maybe that's why we're not getting sponsors. They're like, we're just calling <laughs> out them for free. <laughs> I know. <laughs> free advertising yeah, just free advertising it's like oh that's probably why <laughs> oh man <laughs> oh 
but yeah, I like I said, I'm looking forward to live sports. Tyler, how pumped are you if everything stays? If everything goes to plan, things come back on May 16th. How pumped are you for? I am extremely pumped because I've literally just been playing FIFA career mode. I know. (laughs) And like, that's all I've been doing. That's like my only sports besides that and like the NFL draft, which was just a three day event. But in the past two months, it's been very dry. And I've also, you know, kind of in Georgia, at least there was a shelter in place law or rule kind of put in place during the month of April and everyone was just kind of stuck at home. But now in May, a little people like there's still social social distancing and practices to make sure people keep their, you know, good hygienics and, you know, good practices like that. But, you know, people are starting to lay off a little bit. But even then, I've rarely gone outside because of that and pollen. So <laughs> this is all the sports I'm going to get. Yeah, it's been rough. It's been a rough two months. So <laughs> yeah. hopefully for not only you, Yush, but also all the listeners, hope everyone is you know still staying safe and healthy and also keeping their minds right because it's very easy to go crazy right now. Like I was literally mm-hmm. thinking this week, I was like, man, it's like week eight or nine. And it feels like month nine. <laughs> I feel like I we've know. been in quarantine the whole 2020. oh gosh i know it's it's been it's been rough and like like tyler said i hope everyone is staying safe as well um but quickly all right um in terms of teams we want to support i'm kind of like on the fence i i don't know if i want to support mutchen gladback schalke or dortmund (laughs) i know that's like three teams to pick from but i have (laughs) no idea that's interesting yeah i was just like you know i'm i'm already fan of manchester united like a really big club Mm -hmm. like I think it'd be interesting to pick like I I know I have the luxury of saying this like obviously I wasn't born into like you know picking a team but as a guy that's never watched the Bundesliga I think like those three teams I'm like deciding on which one to pick. <laughs> mm. Well, for me I I am a Borussia Dortmund fan and I have been for a little bit since Royce joined the team. I was just, I've always intrigued. I was like, man, this guy is very much like me and that he's injury prone, but he keeps just coming back. <laughs> he's coming back and just going ham. So I like that. I like that perseverance. And he's always and he came back to his like home club. So I, I kind of like that story. And also like I it never Club. I go in for a haircut, I always just show a picture of Royce or Dybala. It's just them two. And it's like, all right, cool. So I, I kind of have that kind of hairstyle. And of course, Klopp and that whole story of how they kind of disrupted the Bundesliga and won the the title over Bayern Munich finally like during 2012 and also in the Champions League run when they made it to the final as well. Unfortunately lost, but that just like that Klopp story is just like so great. And also just seeing him come to Liverpool was like, was a huge dream. And even like, it's it's like a big sink between the two clubs, Liverpool and Dortmund that I, I believe even Dortmund now, some games saying you'll never walk alone too. So it's, it's like a, kind of a given almost at, at certain points where it's like yeah i gotta be a dortmund supporter now too <laughs> that's that sounds good i mean that's uh, that's an interesting take um and i have a jersey yeah, from, so it's proof <laughs> <laughs> yeah he does i can i can account for that he does he does <laughs> um yeah like for me i'm debating on those three teams um uh but yeah i'll see i'll see where it goes i'm just really looking forward to watching the bundesliga in general so i think i'll probably watch most of the games if i can um just to watch them because i'm really really missing it but yeah other than that that kind of wraps up um season two episode 73 for us please make sure to rate comment subscribe tell us what you like what you don't like but yeah that kind of does it for us um peace
Peace.